It is Ellie Lloyd. Very excited to have John Cooper from Skillet back today to co-host for his sixth time. Last time we caught up with you was at the Showbox there in Seattle. And I got to tell you, man, every time I'm with you, it's just this positive energy you bring to the room. And we're so glad to have you back on the show today. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's nice. Thank you so much, man. Now, you mentioned that you had this feeling fans were going to really love your album Unleashed before it came out. And, you know, obviously you were right. But uh, what was it about this one that gave you that great feeling about these songs before they were out there to the public? You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, sometimes you're 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 uh, you think it's going to go really good, and it might not. You know, <laughs> so you never really know. But I did have a feeling that they would like it because I I just felt personally that it was fun to listen to. Uh, that might sound too too trite. But no, no, no. Sometimes really. great art is not necessarily fun to listen to. You right. know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. Uh, but I set out to make a fun record, like a workout album. That's how I was describing. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, to this day, still, I, I still listen to, you know, Black Album or, or, or Back in Black, you know, twice a week, still 30 <laughs> years later, you know, yeah. um, when, I, when, I, when I go for runs and, and, and go for a workout in the gym. And I was thinking, it'd be cool to make a record like that, something yeah. that you can turn on. You don't have to overly think, it, think about it, you know, just let it rock, you know. And, and it was a fun record to make. And I kind of felt like maybe that kind of, uh, you know, the, the mojo in the studio might actually, you know, make it better if that's too super superstitious or something you know <laughs> you've got such a great group of fans my friend ranging from five to 75 i mean we got bikers we got metalheads we have pastors you know so what do you think it is about your songs that enables you to touch such a diverse group of people you know i think again some of these things are a little bit of the the who knows element right, you know right. you're you're just thrilled that anybody comes to the show yes absolutely <laughs> that anybody's listening to the music that anybody's singing the songs and we've been lucky i do think uh you touched on something that that because you've know you you've been aware of us longer than sometimes some radio personalities that i talk right. with some people haven't seen the live show and i think they might not they might not know that that kind of, I, I constantly get tweets about the vibe at the show or yeah. the you know as you said positivity or the that just made me feel really good kind yeah. of aspect and i think that it kind of takes it to a place of uh of people become fans of the music maybe after seeing the show um and honestly i yeah. did I, i'll be the oh, first yeah. to say, i mean i i liked your music and then but everyone's like but you've got to see him live and after i saw <laughs> you guys live i was like wow i i mean it all kind of wow that came to in place for i me. had no idea yeah, and, and yeah. so see i just said it and it was <laughs> yeah that's exactly where it <laughs> well, worked for I me well i do hear that quite a lot and yeah. i do think that some of it is that a skillet show feels very kind of like community you know, people tend to kind of feel good when they're there. And so that's part of it, probably. Another thing about it is I think Skillet is a bit of a, uh, of like a melting pot of, of separate um, generations of music. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of that 70s theatrical, you know, Queen, Fleetwood right. Mac. You hear that in the music, but it's also got some of the metal and, and but also modern, modern rock and, and Linkin Park or whatever you consider modern rock to be. I can't yeah. think. Three Days Grace, whatever it may be. <laughs> Alice in Chains, you know, it's all in there. Earlier this year, we caught up with our guest co-host, John Cooper of Skillet. When they were on a club tour, we were there at the Showbox in Seattle. Today, we're back to the festival mode, playing in front of tens of thousands of people, my friend. But uh, did you have a more intimate feeling with the fans that you hadn't had a, a chance to experience in some time? And let's talk about that club tour. You know what? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, people always ask, what do you like better, the big festivals? or the... Yeah, I'm like, oh, 
oh man, you know, they're both, they're both good for different things. Right. Uh, but it had been, um, a, several years, uh, it, since we had done a headlining run, um, in America. And the thing is we go to Europe and do it and we would have awesome tours in Europe, club tours, you know, thousand to 2000 seats. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I'd be like, when are we going to do this in America, man? Uh, because every time we do America, um, you're trying to get out with other bands, right. which I'm thrilled to have done. You know, we did awesome shine down yeah, yeah. Godsmack, and, and whoever tons of great bands, f- good friends, but man, doing your own show is, is so cool. People come to see you play and they yeah. know your songs and, and you can see all the faces, you know, the cool thing about those clubs, even at really, even at 2000 seats, a lot of them are structured with balconies and you kind of feel like you can see everyone, Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's so you're just with everybody and it's hot and sweaty and <laughs> that's pretty, uh, it's pretty great, man. John Cooper of Skillet co-hosting today for his sixth time. Always great to have you. I've known John for almost 20 plus years. And how about you, my friend? Is there something you feel that continues to keep this fresh for you and, you know, make you feel like you're still in a new band so it doesn't ever become routine? Uh, absolutely. You know, I, I don't. I won't, I won't take much time preaching on your show here, yeah. but I, I love philosophy in general, yeah. whether that's you know, theology or just philosophy. I like it. And, and the kind of philosophy of, of Christianity is that God is the center of everything. So right. he is first. And, but it's not just that he's in fir- first. He kind of envelopes everything else in your life. And the idea is that if, if my life with God is where it should be, then I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better father. Right. I'm going to be nicer to my fans. I'm going to pay my taxes, yeah. do what's right, you know, because, uh, because you're meant to be changed. Right. And I think that that makes me a better musician because, uh, never once skillet, uh, I hope never and has never, you know, shown up drunk to a concert, forgot right. all the lyrics right. and passed out and everybody booed, you know, didn't show up for a show because I just didn't feel like it. You yeah. know, you, you kind of, the idea People call it the golden rule, and it's in lots of religions. Treat other people like you want to be treated, and and I do that with my business. Treat my fans well because I'm so f- thrilled that they're still coming to my shows. <laughs> <laughs> and they're coming in droves, too. Yeah, come on, baby. Come yes. to the show. Skillet here today for their sixth time. And there was this quote from an interview, John, where you said, I usually tell people that Skillet is the biggest selling band you've never heard of. Now, I got to tell you, John, before I came to the interview today, I was at my daughter's softball game. And before I left, I told all the parents I was going to interview John Cooper from Skillet. They were all excited. They all knew who you were, man. You're like a household name now. You're shaking my, you're, sh- you're shaking. Making my theories here. What does this mean? Right. Oh man, I love it. It's funny because uh, you know rock music used to be big enough to make a band a household name. Yeah. Aerosmith and uh, you know and, and Guns and Roses. You know that, but that's a different era. But I, I even think you know in the MTV generation, even the smaller bands. Oh, I mean, yeah. we knew the drummer's name of a one-hit band just because they were Absolutely. on TV all the time. So it's it's definitely a little bit harder. Just because, I mean, we have YouTube, but still, it's not the same when it was really about it's tuning different. into MTV. It is, you know, uh, and and there's some great things about it, and there's some some things that we we miss, right. like 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 it sounds like you might as well. Yes, you know, I miss I, I miss uh, when my first record came out. We would put little 
inside jokes in the liner notes. Yeah. You know, and I miss I miss meeting fans that caught on to the inside right, jokes. Right. Nobody reads liner notes. No. It doesn't even matter who you think in there yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's it's a different thing, and the music world has gotten so big. Right. Uh, the cool thing about it is that you know it, you can there's endless music to listen to out yeah. there now, and and that's a really good thing. But I do miss the the time when yeah you could have. One hit on MTV and everybody knows the main, you know. I just remember actually. One hit, sell 10,000 tickets. Very excited to have John Cooper from Skillet hanging out with us today. Man, I love your latest album, Unleashed. I know you got a few favorites on there yourself. So why don't we do Artist Pick? Sure. You know, probably the first one I would choose would, it's the last song on the record. It's called The Resistance. Okay. And I like The Resistance for lots of reasons. Number one is because uh, they did not, people did not want it on the record. They didn't want me to record it. Gotcha. Then we record it and they didn't think it should go on the record. And then it's it's our fan favorite on, on all of our Facebook polls. It's the fan favorite on the record. And uh, you know, don't tell me what I can't do. Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. But you know I, what I think it is is that this song sounds very much like Skillet, and uh, you know maybe it doesn't mean it's A, B, or C that, you know, a label's looking for or a producer's looking for. I don't know. But, you know, when you write something that's very much, you know, your identity and it's, and it's what you want to say and who you are, you, you believe in it. And I think that fans believe in it because as a fan of music, I, I usually know when I, when I get the feeling that this person that wrote this song, they really believe what they're saying. That's why I'm a Slipknot fan. You know, I don't, I don't, Maybe I don't love every single lyric. I don't agree with every single lyric, but I love it. I love every single lyric because it feels so real. And that's what I love about that band, Korn. Same way with Korn, you know. So um, I think that Resistance probably will be a single, but but more importantly, the fans love it. It feels so great having John Cooper back on the L.A. Lloyd Rock Countdown. And I wanted to talk to you, John, about uh, your album Unleashed, where you've managed to write songs for what I think is a listener who may not be the, you know, typical rock fan, but you didn't abandon the diehard Skillet fan. So why was this important for you to start doing this uh, while you were writing the new songs on the latest album? Yeah, you, and I think what you're saying is, is maybe... Getting that appeal to not just active, right. but not just, yeah. Yes. You know, it is, I will say that's quite difficult. That's one of the harder things about doing rock music today um, because I love rock music and, um, you know, sometimes I feel for I feel for bands that put out really great rock albums right. and people don't really hear the records yes, and, yes. or maybe they even do well on radio, but it's not resulting in the sales that you, you feel that it should. And, you know, I think one of the things that has always been a double edged sword for Skillet is that we we're not we're not just an active band where we have a lot of very um, you know, modern, maybe young, younger fans that don't typically love rock music. Right. You know, they be uh, I, the amount of people that I've seen on Twitter that are like Katy Perry and Skillet are my favorite band. You know, I, I'm like, <laughs> how is that even possible? That's awesome. But also the amount of people that say Slipknot and Skillet, yeah. you know, yeah. I, and I'm always stunned because Slipknot so much heavier right. than us. So I think that it's in the lyrics and in some of the sounds, not being afraid to. You know, a lot of young people don't, they don't even really know what guitar is. I mean, they just know music. And so if you can, if you can add in some synth elements, uh, I'm not afraid of that. A lot of bands are afraid of that. And I'm, and I know why, 
because a lot of people, you know, I just said to my wife last night, we were on a, out on a date, which was awesome. Good. Date had, night. had a night off. <laughs> and I said, you know, what's really funny is that a lot of, a lot of uh, radio folks these days look at a band like Skillet or a band like Skillet. Uh, and, and they say, hey, they kind of look down on us that we have young fans. So in their mind, it's not as like, it's not as really rock and roll because in their minds, rock fans are older. And, and I was saying, do you remember when Smells Like Teen Spirit came out? The video took place in a high school gymnasium with high school kids. And I thought, I never thought of rock music as something that old people liked. I actually kind of felt it was like the opposite like this is our generation's music and our revolt against the man you know felt rebellious and uh that's kind of a strange thing to me so i think that it's nothing wrong with getting young fans and hopefully older hopefully a little bit of everybody john cooper he is the vocalist for the band skillet here today co-hosting for his sixth time your wife Corey, also in the band and uh, also on the road with you, the kids who aren't small anymore. I believe 14 and 11. Being on the road, that's, I guess, a pretty normal life for them now, right? It is a really um, unique thing. And it's really amazing how normal it seems to them. Right. You know, they're, they're in, it's extremely, uh, they've had a lot of life experience. Yeah. They can talk to anybody. doesn't matter what age they are. They mm-hmm. shouldn't share their opinions, be friends. And, and in their minds, they're not really aware that... If they were talking to you that you're a lot older than them, they're just hanging out, you know, so that has actually created a really cool atmosphere. And I think they've been able to cool thing is they've been overseas, you know, they've met all sorts of different people. So they kind of learned that that really all humans were more alike than we are different. You know, we might disagree on politics or a, B, or C, but in the end, we all kind of want the same stuff. You know, we want to be treated right, and we want to be able to have, you know, have fun, make a living, and love the people that are around us. So they've learned that. You know, one of my favorite things that the memories I have of the kids being on the road, I say this a lot, it's really bizarre. I wouldn't even know if she would remember, but you know, Maria, who's a singer for In This Moment. Oh, yeah. You know, she might not even remember this, but we toured together on uh, Uproar. Uh, or Carnival of Madness, maybe. I can't yeah. remember which one. And I remember coming in from an interview and looking at catering and seeing, like, my daughter showing Marie all of her Barbie dolls. You know, they're playing Barbie <laughs> dolls together. And I really love that, you know. It is P- awesome. Bands are really nice to my kids. And, uh, you know, some people might think, I hear Skillet's a Christian band. And, you know, in this moment, scary looking. And I bet they would never talk. And I right. love that we're all friends. And yeah. it doesn't really matter about that stuff. We're all, uh, you're on the road. You're all in it together. We're all people. John Cooper from Skillet hanging out with us today. And, John, we're up to your big track, the latest single called Back from the Dead. So let's set it up before we play it. Yeah, you know, in fact, I usually get the crowd, you know, say, I teach it to them in the beginning. Because yeah. it's very easy to catch yeah, on to. Yeah. And it was it was meant to be a fun song, and, and I have a funny story about it, if okay. you want to know why yeah. I wrote it. Yeah. Is, you know, when our last record, which was called Rise, came out, it was about three years, three and a half years ago. You know, there was this big shift in music where, you know, rock wasn't selling what it was, and there was all this rock is dead oh, talk. Yeah. And yeah. You, everybody in the industry knows it. We got pounded. All of us got pounded. And, and it was so annoying because I'm... I, People are asking me in interviews, you know, so rock is them. Like, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people coming, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people at the shows. I mean, you, you go to rock on the range right. or you come sold to, out 50,000 people a day, you know, every year. So, and it's, you know, all around the world, 
their festivals like this. And I noticed it more because on the Rise record cycle, we began going to Europe. You know, I played in Italy with Iron Maiden, which was oh, probably man. the number one coolest thing in my career. I and bet. Black Sabbath. And I'm, I'm like, this is not dead. I don't I, you know, know what's happening. So I was talking with this promoter. He was promoting a skillet show. And uh, he just kept on and on about the shift in music. I was over and alternative music is really where it's at now. And he kept going on and on about some band. And I don't even remember the name of the band. And I had never heard of the band. He's like, they're the new thing. And he kept saying, basically, he was kind of saying, you need to take tips from this. You know, and, and he was trying to be nice. But I was just like, I've never heard of this band. So finally, I said, hey, I've never heard of them. Like, how, how big was your show? And he goes, well, we sold out. I said, oh, wow. So how many tickets? And he said, well, it was only a 400 capacity room. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know, dude, we, you just sold 2000 tickets with us tonight. What are you talking about? That and is just the weirdest mentality. It just PO'd me, you know? Yeah. So I, uh, I, I wrote this song back from the dead. It was kind of a, it was kind of supposed to be funny, but I thought it was catchy and yeah. fun and, and it can have, a, we all have people in our lives that are telling us that we're nothing and you're not going to make it. You're not going to do it. You're going to be a failure. You know, I grew up with that. You're never going to be anything. And, and that's a little bit what this song is about. It's supposed to be uplifting. It's Skillet here. John Cooper, as always, man, we love it when we can do artist pick from your latest album, Unleashed. Let's have it, man. Uh, there's a song on the record called I Want to Live. Okay. And it's, it's personal to me because I love meeting fans and I love hearing their stories and they they hand me notes or they, they tweet me and they tell me what a song means to them. And I usually get inspired by that. Well, we were in Russia. I was in Moscow and a girl, probably a 15, 14 year old girl handed me a note at the show on, you know, on stage. And I read the note that night. And uh, of course it's written in broken English and her life was very hard. Lives, she lives in one room with her parents and her four siblings. Her parents fight all the time. She talked down to her. She's never going to mount to anything. What have you wish she'd never been born, bullied at school, wanted to kill herself. And she heard skillet's music and it was, it was the only good thing in her life. Wow. And thank you for your music. It makes me want to live. Wow. And I was so impacted bumps, by man. it. It's incredible <laughs> wow. what music can do. I thought yeah. my, my music, are you sure? <laughs> um, you know, give that to Bon Jovi or somebody, right. but, but, uh, it really impacted me. And so I wrote this song for her called I want to live. And again, it's a song that sounds very much like skillet. There's really only a few songs in this that, that are a little bit more like old school skillet on the record. And it's one. And, and, and I think the label felt like, Hey, this is good, but this is uh, been there, done that for your band. And, uh, and I thought they were wrong and, and we put it on the record and, and uh, it's special to me and, and the fans. Big thank you to John Cooper of Skillet for co-hosting The Rock Countdown today for his sixth time. And as I've always said, man, it kind of feels like I'm at church with you, man, and in this rock and roll kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. Oh, and so cool. I'm glad to know you and, and the best of luck to you. Well, thank you. And likewise, I'm glad we got to do this so many times now.